Hail you nostalgic aliens. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning, and I've seen them all. You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, RadioMeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at HereWeGoPod, and please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Today, it's a spooky Halloween Ooh. episode. We're discussing <laughs> Season 5, Episode 8, Things That Go Bang in the Night. Yes, they certainly do. All right, mm-hmm. let's uh, crack open the condor. Condor is committed to professional standards and professional ethics. The weak need not apply. This episode originally aired on October 26, 1994, just in time for Halloween. That's right. A birthday to mention James Pickens Jr., Henry from the Beach Club episode, turned 40. A couple of movies to mention. Uh, not a lot of Halloween movies. I was very mm-hmm. disappointed. I agree, yeah. There were like... No scary movies at this time, but I found Not one. Really. Silent Fall, starring Richard Dreyfuss, Linda Hamilton, John Lithgow, and Liv Tyler. That's a that's a strong cast. I How know. I've never heard of this movie. I've never. Huh. Maybe we should watch it for Halloween I, this year. I'm in. Yeah. Another movie to mention: Stargate, starring Kurt Russell and James Spader. Mm-hmm. I've never seen the movie. I've never seen the show. I haven't seen a bunch of the show. I, I watched maybe the f- half of the first season with a friend of mine who was a Stargate aficionado, and we just never went deeper into it. So mm. I don't I know. Watched, it seems like something I'd like. I've I seen Sliders. It. Does that count? <laughs> sure. Okay. I watched a couple episodes of Caprica. Was that Battlestar Galactica or was <laughs> that Battlestar Stargate? Galactica. Okay. Yeah, I get Battlestar the two Star confused because, yeah. as I've said, I've seen none of it. Right. You've only seen the pilot of Caprica. Yeah. Really? It was only the pilot? That was scary. I just looked at my monitor and there was somebody's face. It was a little spooky. Spooky. (laughs) Uh, But a couple of Halloween movies to mention from 1994. Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Mm. I don't know what that is, but if Wes Craven is attached to it, it's probably scary. Uh, Pumpkinhead 2. So, you know, the success of Pumpkinhead 1. Okay, they had to keep going. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, interview with a vampire. Mm. That I, movie, I've never seen it. Oh boy, it is. It is basically just sex. <laughs> That's wow. like all it is. So okay, yeah, good time. Good time to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, TV wise, we do have sort of a a spooky. I don't know, kind of. On October 29th, the show Ah Real Monsters premiered. I don't like this I show do, at all. <laughs> I do remember that. My wife was actually a big fan of this one. I didn't, I never got into the show. I, I've seen it, but I never, it wasn't like Doug. Doug was, I feel like the Nicktoon of my youth. Mm. Doug, Rugrats, but Our Real Monsters was, was not my jam. You consider Rugrats the cartoon of your youth? I was pretty young when Rugrats was going. I mean, like for the Interesting, because I would consider it mine, and we usually don't overlap in things. It's like true, that. but Rugrats ran forever, and then the movies, and then all grown up. You know, I true. mean, I just does your son like Rugrats? <laughs> I have read him a couple of Rugrats books. He's never seen the show. And so I, I, since I couldn't find a lot of Halloween stuff, I looked up some horror books that came out in 1994, and I only found a couple: uh, Insomnia by Stephen King. Mm. 
I love to read a good Stephen King. Same. In the fall. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to be Halloween, but fall in the is fall. my Stephen King time. I've read a ton of them. And if you pop over to my library podcast, How's Things, or the All the Books show, as it was formerly known, uh, we have a lot of Stephen King episodes. You can find that at soundcloud.com slash all the books or anywhere you get your podcast, Kendra. But I've never read Insomnia. Me either. So I just found at... Uh, a local store that I took you to when you were here, Simon and Charles. Yes. Um, I just found for like $3 a collection of stories and um, Secret Window is in there. Okay. The Longleers is in there. And I forget oh, sure. what other two are in there. So I think I'm mm-hmm. going to pick one of those to read. Oh, okay. That sounds fun. Uh, and one more to mention, Hellboy number one came out oh. in 1994. Okay. Which seemed yeah, late to me. I guess I would have thought that it was right. earlier. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. You a big Hellboy fan? No. <laughs> have you seen the movies? I no. I've seen trailers for the Hellboy movies, and that's literally the extent of my knowledge. I've never read any of the comics, seen any of the shows, seen any of the movies. Nothing. I've seen random scenes like that I've caught on TV, but yeah. I've never sat and watched them all the way through. Yeah. So. All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. I will. Well, I tried to find a spooky one, and we haven't talked about Vincent Young. We haven't met him yet. He plays Noah in the later years. In 2018, he appeared in a spooky thriller called What Death Leaves Behind. Uh, The synopsis by Rachel Ofori on IMDb goes as follows. After a kidney transplant, Jake Warren experiences reoccurring nightmares he believes to be visions of his donor's violent murder, sending him on a dark path of vengeance, leading to an un bearable truth yikes so that's uh vincent young in what death leaves behind we'll meet him in a couple of years cool all right well let's take a look at the synopsis for today's episode which is called things that go bang in the night things that go bang in the night it's halloween and everyone is pissed (laughs) (laughs) brandon works to convince the gang to give valerie another chance while jim and cindy work to convince valerie not to head back to buffalo meanwhile donna's attempt to date two guys blows up for real this time when ray shows up to deliver pumpkins to the keg house Dylan tires of booze and pool and turns to guns and hard drugs while Andrea and Jesse clash over which religious traditions in which to raise Hannah. Plus, Claire and David search for aliens. It is packed. They're like, yeah, yeah. Everybody Claire has and David, something. I guess, are just like the comedy couple now. It's I guess. Like, walk, yeah. walk, walk, walk. I know. It's the second episode in a row where they've just been yeah. comic relief. So Pretty much. Yeah. All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Today's episode was written by Chip Johannesson and directed by Jason Priestley, which was a bit of a surprise to me because usually when Jason Priestley's directing, the episode is more like goof time. And this one was uh, pretty serious. Well, he got so, he got his alien stuff in there. So he did. That's his goof <laughs> time, I guess. Yep. <laughs> uh, no new cast members. A couple of recurring cast members are showing up though of course casper van dean as griffin stone who is just a straight up monster now i know i mean his 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 full halloween transformation from a (laughs) jekyll to a hyde has happened and he's a terrible terrible man yep uh marga chavez is making her final appearance as Teresa vasquez jesse's mother this is the third time we've seen her and it will be the last (laughs) she shan't be back new recurring players include john grise as He's just credited here as the dope dealer. 
Uh, and he he is going to recur for a couple episodes. So do with that what you will. Cool. <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> Later, he's credited as Mr. Trilling. So I guess maybe he's Mr. Trilling, the dope dealer. But right now, he's just our old dopey friend. He's best known for his long-running roles on the sitcom Martin and the series The Pretender, which my wife loves. I could never get into. He's just mm. jarred. Uh, he was his Halloween credits include Fright Night Part Two, Part Du, if Did? you will, The Axe Murders of Priscilla, plus shows like The Twilight Zone, and he recurred on Supernatural. Of course, we have Mark McClure. Did you met? Did you recognize Mark McClure, who was the UFO lecturer? No. We're going to see him one more time. Uh, kind of a small role, I would say, for Mark McClure, who is best known for playing Dave McFly in the Back to the Future trilogy, Marty's older brother, uh, and really, really well-known for playing Jimmy Olsen in Superman's 1 through 4 with Christopher Reeve, as well as Supergirl, starring Helen Slater. His Halloween credits include the film After Midnight and the horror anthology series Monsters. Mm. Finally, uh, we have a one-off character here, Ray's nephew, Tommy, played by Derek Sage. He was in this episode, and he did one episode of the Marie Osmond Betty White sitcom, maybe this time, and that's it. For old Derek oh. Sage, so say hello and goodbye. He was so cute. Tommy. He was, he was good. I saw him and just assumed, yeah, this is probably a child star for the 90s, but no, flash in the pan, Derek yeah. Sage. Uh, well, Nick, as of recording, we're getting... We're getting close to Halloween ourselves, so we got to decide what we're going to do for our Halloween special yeah. this year. Last year That's we true. watched Buffy, Buffy. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's put this to the listeners. If you've got a Halloween themed uh, movie starring a 90210 alum, you can send it to us over on our Facebook page or at Here We Go Pod on Twitter, and we'll uh, we'll pick some fun. Yeah, we'd love some suggestions. All right, let's get into the episode. Like I said, it's a full one. Everybody has something to do in this yes. episode. Yes. Things that go bang in the night. We start at the Walsh house. Valerie is packing. She's she's out. She's done. Okay. Right away, I stopped the episode and went back because I was like, I must have missed something because yeah. this didn't end so extreme. Uh, but I checked and it was the right episode. And I have to tell you, I have really specific childhood memories of this episode because they promote this to the extreme <laughs> and it was like remember the episode where brenda was like going to take her dress off in the play and they were like it's yeah. gonna happen mark <laughs> our words they showed i mean we'll get to it a little later but they showed a scene with dylan and you don't see the resolution from that and it was what's gonna happen and so the reviews for this played constantly leading up to it so this is like a big episode mm. i'll tell you more when we get to the part that was previewed but just know they All wanted right. you to watch this episode well, yeah, it does seem like a big reaction to what happened because the last episode left off, Steve found her at Dylan's house and Steve punched Dylan. Um, and so now she's packing. She's like, everyone hates me. I'm going back to Buffalo. Again, what what did she think was going to happen? I don't know. <laughs> what and, was her game? <laughs> and I also think I believed her. I didn't yeah. think that this was like a ploy for sympathy or... Like she'd been caught, so she was just leaning into it to get them to beg her to stay. I really felt like she was like, I'm out of here. And that is such a divergent from the character we've seen. Very strange. Yeah. So so Brandon is talking with her, and he's like, well, I'm not going to help you pack. Like, I don't think you should leave. Mm-hmm. 
but she's very convinced that everyone hates her. So she's she, her mind is made up that she's going back to Buffalo. Meanwhile, downstairs, Cindy is on the phone with is Abby Valerie's mom that yes. she's talking to. Okay, yep. so Valerie's mom, Abby, we learn, is checking herself into a clinic. Yes, like a mental clinic. Yes, yes. And so Valerie comes downstairs and Jim and Cindy are like, hey, you can't really go back to Buffalo right now. Like, you should just stay here because your mm-hmm. mom is checking herself into this clinic. Valerie is, she's like, no, I'm late. I can't stay here. Did you tell <sighs> her what happened? Because I can't. I can't stay here. Yeah. So. It's just it's not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things that she was sort of dating Steve and sort of dating Dylan. I just, I'm not sure. She didn't, she, her whole thing has been, she doesn't like them anyway. So why would this change that? Exactly. Like, I guess you could say the cat's out of the bag, but even so not really, you know what I mean? Like she was never, I don't know. I, I didn't fully get it. She also says in this, what about Kurt and Susie? And they say, Apparently these are siblings. Yeah. And they're staying with a friend. Valerie can call them later. This is blowing my mind because I have no memories of siblings. And I mm. just don't remember that coming into play I later. I they so. mentioned siblings before. No, Maybe they not. have. They have once before. They did once before, but they also mentioned Andrea's sibling, which is not a thing. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But I just don't have any memory of that. Yeah. All right. Then we have the intro. So that was our cold open. Then, after the intro, uh, everyone is decorating the keg house and the campus for Halloween. The keg house is getting ready for a children's party that they throw every year, and then later on there will be a college party. Yeah. Steve, his hand is injured. It's in a, uh, like a uh, brace. A brace or something, um, yeah. Because of punching Dylan. Um, which at first I was like, oh, how did he hurt his hand? And then I was like, yeah. oh, right. He punched Dylan on Dylan's in the face. face. Yeah. 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 And Griffin is like, oh, I think you're faking it just so you don't have to help us decorate for this mm-hmm. party. Griffin then goes to talk to Donna to see if she's okay after he tried to trick her into spending the night with him. This uh, blew my mind. I was, I was genuinely shocked that they were still a thing. I was too. I was like, the she's last... kissing him. I thought this I, yeah. was over. <laughs> I did too. Well, that's a, that's why in the synopsis last week we were like, they're definitely done. And this week again, it's like we have settled this. Like she doesn't like him, and she they went had a big to blow Ray up. and like yes. made it official with Ray. I don't yes. know. Yes, I, I was. I couldn't believe it was that really we were. Strange. And he's like, he's like, you're sure you're okay after last week? And she was like, oh, I'm fine. And I'm like, really? Because you didn't seem fine last week. And then yeah. you went and made out with Ray. But yeah. Well, and then she kisses Griffin to make him think that everything is fine. Yeah. Kelly says that Brandon is not coming to the party because of Valerie. And everyone right. is like, oh, Valerie, we hate Valerie. And Griffin says, oh, what kind of girl would st- would date two guys and stab them in the back? How, right. how terrible. And Donna's like, who wouldn't? I mean, it's not, that's not yeah. that terrible. Yeah. Again, it was not that long ago that we had the whole Kelly Dillon thing and nobody seemed to have any reaction to that. But yeah. this, the fact that Valerie, who was casually dating Steve, like Dylan is apparently grounds for immediate dismissal <laughs> from Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah. Maybe it's just because she's so new to the group. Yeah, I guess. You know, she's only been there since 
September yeah. and it's October right. or something. True. So it hasn't yeah, been true. that long that she's been there. So uh, guess who is delivering pumpkins for the party? Mm. It's Ray from the only At pumpkin point, patch in town. I'm just like, Donna, leave. Just leave. Like, you don't have to make this thing. Just get up and walk out. Yep. Well, Kelly does tell her to run. Yeah. And she does run, but she runs to Ray. To, to Ray. To talk to him. Ray tries to kiss Donna, but she kind of pulls away. And he thinks it's because her sorority sisters wouldn't approve of yeah. them dating. Ray just has such a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. It's so irritating. Yeah. His face is a little irritating, too. A little bit. A little, little bit. bit. We meet uh, his cousin, Tommy, who has come to help with the pumpkins. And he also meets Griffin. Ray and Griffin meet. And Ray is super nice to Tommy, invites him to come to the party. And um, Griffin and Ray seem to... Ray is like, wow, you're the only college guy I've ever met who's been nice to me. Yeah, yeah. So they're hitting it off. I guess so. At the Walsh house, this is like the next day or something, because Valerie says she's been thinking about it all night. She's going to try and go to Tucson and live with an aunt. Right. And Jim and Cindy are like, you know what? No, because we are the Walshes and we work out our problems together right. as a family. That's right. And they Brandon's never... like, I tried to tell you. I tried to they tell you this never... is the way it is. Never let their daughter just pack up and go away nope. somewhere and start a new life. That's no. not the way the Walshes do things. Definitely not. Jim says that he should have warned her more clearly about Dylan. Um, and he thinks they should all just kind of acknowledge what Dylan has become and right. just stay away from him. Just cut him out. He's he's done. And Valerie says she will do her part. She mm -hmm. wants a clean slate. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure she does. Hannah, <laughs> uh, sorry, Andrea and Jesse bring over Hannah because the Walshes have a bunny outfit. no sense. It's basically just bunny ears. It is, but they were like, oh, for, for Brenda's old bunny costume. And I'm like, okay, so they move, so they moved from Minnesota and they packed Brenda's 20-year-old yeah, baby. all her baby clothes. Yeah, <laughs> costume that they then Andrea thought to call and ask if they had a twenty-year-old yeah Halloween costume. But okay, yeah, all right, yeah. Sure. Well, sure. Hannah, Hannah's ad adorable in the costume. She looks great. Cindy mentioned she can't wait to have one of her own. So I mm -hmm. guess this is like public knowledge now that they're Apparently. trying to have a baby. I guess. Andrea and Jesse are at odds in this episode mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. Jesse wants to celebrate Day of the Dead. Right. And Andrea does not want to do that. Mm -hmm. And Jesse says, well, I sat through Yom Kippur and it was not fun. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So you're going to come to Day of the Dead and you're going to sit in a graveyard with me. Yeah. I know, I know that it was kind of like Hannah sort of forced the issue by her very existence, but... Throughout this whole episode, I was like, did you not realize yeah. mm -hmm. that one of you was Jewish and one of you was Catholic and that this was really important to both of you? It was going to be a problem when you had a child? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Never came up? <laughs> I, I thought that as well. I was like, this is a little late to be it is. dealing with yeah. some of these questions. Right, but, right. All right. At the Peach Pit, Dylan and Nat are having an argument. Dylan wants to just replace Steve on their 
uh, expansion project. And Nat's like, Steve's the one who came up with the whole thing. Like, we're not just going to cut him out. That wouldn't be right. And Well, they can't do it. Like, who's going to run it? Nat, Dylan? You know, I mean, they do need Steve. Yeah. And Nat just doesn't think Dylan's taking it seriously. But he's like, I've mortgaged my house. If this doesn't work, I will be, like, on the street in yeah. a couple of months. So yeah. I am taking it seriously. Oh dear. What a hole he's dug for himself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we go to Claire and David's class. I don't even know what class this is. What class is this that they're talking about aliens? I don't know that it's a class. I feel like they've gone to like a lecture on aliens. Okay. I don't think it's like it's a It's just a lecture for fun. I think it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Claire is very into it because she believes in aliens, I guess. Right, right. And she wants to drive out to the desert and camp in the desert and find aliens with David. Right. And David's like, all right, I guess we could do that. I, uh, I understand why they want Claire to just be a different character now, but I felt like this episode in particular was a little like, this is the same Claire who was yeah. like chasing around Brandon, like tying herself to beds and stuff. Yeah. And like, it's just a little, it's out there. Know. It's a big jump. It's a big yeah. jump. Yeah. Um, I thought that the, we talked about him, but the, the actor who's playing the teacher, I thought he was funny. Like yeah. at the end he was, I forget how he said it, but he kept saying absolutely. And it just yeah. made me laugh. Star of stage it. and screen. Mark yeah. McClure. <laughs> that sounds like a Futurama character. Yeah. Are you thinking of Troy McClure? Yes, I am. That's why. Okay. Okay. I was like, why does that sound like a future? Yeah, different guy. Different guy. (laughs) At the keg house, Brandon shows up to help Steve, but he's a little late because most of Mm -hmm. the work is done at this point. And he uh, asked Steve to give Valerie another chance. He says that Valerie feels like everyone hates her. And tells him that her mom has checked herself into a mental ward and her dad killed himself. And could we just give her a break? Yeah. Well, I was watching this episode with my wife and she was just like, why? Like, why does Steve have to give Valerie another chance? You know, like he doesn't like she could find friends or whatever. Like, I yeah. just. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess I she mean, has a favorite. She, of Brandon, she definitely but... did him wrong. Yes. She, so. And Brandon is major harsh about Dylan in this scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, Brandon, Steve's like, okay, well, maybe Valerie, but like, I'm done with McKay. And Brandon's like, oh, I agree. Dylan is a complete write off. And I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. What? He's like, you're not going to hear our argument from me. I mean, geez. After yeah. like years of friendship, Dylan like going through a bad patch. And I feel like, what has Dylan done exactly? He hasn't done anything to Brandon. That's what all, I feel. all he's done is be a recluse, basically. Yes. And I mean, you know, he's been a jerk when people have interacted with him and stuff. But like, he lost millions of dollars, and the only family he thought he would ever have, mm-hmm. and his best friend is dating the girl that he's still in love with, and he has no one to talk to. Yeah. You know, it's just like you can't just say he's a total write-off. Yeah. I didn't like that. Yep. Yep. Speaking of Dylan, we go over to Dylan's house and he is drunk talking on the phone with someone about some, he's looking for some receipt or well, something. Yeah. I mean, he's basically pulling the old, the check's in the mail routine, yeah. <laughs> but he's hammered and digging through drawers, making paper rustling sounds. Yeah. 
and he uh, knocks a drawer out of the the cabinet, and he finds a gun mm-hmm. in the drawer. And we remember this gun, the gun that supposedly he threw in the lake. Yeah. When he, he almost didn't. shot Brandon. Right. He Apparently he it. just put it in a drawer. Yep. At Kelly Donna Claire's, they are ga- uh, gathering supplies for their alien trip, and apparently aliens like strawberry ice cream. Yeah, and they make a big deal. I think Kelly is like, you're the only person I know who likes strawberry ice cream, which I thought was a weird line because strawberry is like one of the Lots most of common like ice strawberry. cream flavors. I there don't, is. but... I do, Kendra. <laughs> can this friendship last with this kind of difference? I think it can because if okay. we get a cosmopolitan... You would just eat the strawberry and I would eat the vanilla. Okay. A Cosmopolitan is like a pink girly drink, but oh. Neapolitan ice cream. Neapolitan. Is chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. <laughs> Thank you. You can, you Thank can you. drink the whole Cosmo, but I will have the strawberry ice okay, cream. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Good. Um, <laughs> Donna apparently didn't get in till like three in the morning because she went to a blues club with Ray. Ray seems oh. like a blues club kind of person. He seems like he would wish that he liked blues enough to pretend <laughs> that he liked blues. Yeah. And Donna's like, oh, what am I going to do? I like two boys. Maybe I should go out into the desert with you and get abducted. Mm-hmm. Oh, Donna. Yep. Okay. Then we go to the Halloween, the kids' Halloween party. All the kids yes. are having fun. Tommy gets eight apples in 30 seconds. Whoa. That's pretty impressive. Hey, bobbing for apples is very hard. Yeah, it is. You just can't. There's no purchase, Kendra. How do you bite into the apple? That's why I'm saying eight apples in 30 seconds. It is good. The kid has real talent for it. (laughs) Ray asks Griffin, like, hey, have you seen Donna? And Griffin is like, no, I haven't. Kind of getting wise to Ray a little bit. Um, Valerie shows up with Brandon and she's brought this like giant cake that looks very delicious mm-hmm. that she made for the kids. And um, Steve and Valerie go off with the cake and Brandon and Kelly go into a different room for some makeout time. To make out. Yeah. But guess who's hiding in the room? Jeez. In a crazy... Yes. Outfit for a kid's party. That's exactly what I said. I was like, oh my gosh. It's uh <laughs> She should have it... switched her outfits because she's a cat later. But yes. she's way more clothed. Oh my gosh. Than the... What yeah. would you say she's dressed as? Like a cabana? Here? She's she's girl? like Chiquita Banana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like just like bikini top. Yeah. Full but, full but, stomach. I mean, a bikini top still implies that anything is covered and it is not. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so she's hiding and Kelly and Brandon find her in the room. And she is just like, oh, I just can't juggle them. And Brandon's like, yeah. I don't I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Which was funny. But Kelly makes her go out and uh, face Ray and Griffin. And then we have to hear Ray sing... <laughs> The most terrifying Halloween song yeah. for like five minutes. It's so long. What, and the it, kids as, are singing with him. As I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, yeah. Kids kids love teenage guys singing acoustic guitar <laughs> Halloween But the songs. song, were you listening to the words yeah, of the song? Like, yeah. It was something about worms. And like, yeah, eating gross things and stuff. Eric was in the other room cooking yes. and he was like, 
what is happening? <laughs> and I was like, Ray's playing guitar. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. Uh, I, I, I need to uh, correct that the Chiquita Banana lady was based on Carmen Miranda. So ah, that's, okay. that's what Donna is, is gotcha. kind of going for. Five Thank points. you. Thank you yes. for correcting that. Thank you. We see Andrea and Jesse and Hannah are talking with, I forget who they're talking with, but Andrea, I forget what she says. She makes some comment about Day of the Dead. Yeah. And Jesse's like, I will take her by myself if you want me to, and storms yeah. off. So they're fighting. Yeah. I don't like scenes that put me on Jesse's side. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I am sort of on his side here because I think he's been pretty game. I think they're raising a child who's going to have many influences and right. they just have to balance that. Yes. Yeah. Steve and Valerie have a conversation. I want to say that Valerie never really comes out and is like, Steve, I'm so sorry mm -mm. for hurting you. No, she, like, does she not. never says that. I don't buy this at all. Like, yeah. it makes Steve seem really pathetic, and it makes Valerie seem horrible, and I mean, she is, but, like, I don't know. This was just too much to me, to go from that episode to this episode where everything is just, like, totally fine. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, so Steve invites her to the party, and yeah. they have a little, like, hug, side yep. hug, and all is forgiven, I guess. Yep. Griffin comes out and uh, kisses Donna, uh, mm. in front of Ray while he's singing right. this terrifying children's song. Yes. And as soon as the song is over, Ray and Tommy pack up his guitar and they leave and Donna chases him to his car and she says, I told you I sort of had a boyfriend. Yeah. Which, if I was him, I would be like, last episode we settled this. Well, exactly. <laughs> it was settled. You and chose that's, me. That's pretty much what he says. He was like, I thought we were way past that. And it's like, me too, guy. I don't know what to tell you. I I, I was surprised that she gave Griffin the time of day here. Yeah. And so she, he's like, okay, we'll come out with me tonight. And she says, I can. I have to go to this party. And he's like, whatever. And leaves. Mm -hmm. And he shouldn't come back. In my opinion. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. No. Dylan's at the bar and he stop. is. <laughs> Just stop. As soon as it, as soon as the camera dissolved and it showed that pool table, I was like, move on, move <laughs> on. Enough. Well, he's meeting everyone it. at pool. He's having a great night. Uh, he's making lots of money on the pool table. Yeah. And he's talking with the drug dealer guy. And he's like, oh, winning pool, it's the best high in the world. And he says, not the best high in the world. And they have a he's little got look. Some, he's got some other things in mind, some dopey things yes. in mind. <laughs> Dope. Yep. All right. Then we go to the desert with Claire and <laughs> David. They are on their like... way to the desert. And they stop when at this diner. My notes just abruptly stop every time we get to like one of these Claire David scenes. I'm like, okay, hijinks ensue. Let's move it along. Yeah. So they go in this diner and start asking the guy behind the counter about aliens. They're like, hey, we want to see some aliens. Where could we go to do that? And he's like, well, I got him on video right here. And here's a mug. And I'm actually mm -hmm. an alien. And Claire is very upset by this yeah. tomfoolery. Well, listen. 
they do not hold back in front of these people. They're in this restaurant. First of all, there was a tiny little table and chairs that was supposedly for aliens. Yeah. David was like, do you get a lot of kids? And he was like, not kids, aliens. Okay. Yeah. But as they're leaving, David, David and Claire are just like, these are completely worthless garbage people who are lying sacks of trash and have no value. As they're just having this conversation in front of the man, you know, it's just like. <laughs> the man okay. doesn't care, though. He's like, hey, come back. I got mugs. Yeah, yeah. He's Whatever just looking you to make a buck. Yeah. God bless him. Yeah. But Claire, this say. is where we learn that Claire is actually serious. Like, she really, really believes in aliens. So she this does. mockery, as she calls it, uh, is not okay with her. It will not be tolerated. Yep. Back at Dylan's house, Dylan's passed out on his couch, and kids are banging on his door asking for candy. These kids have uh, and have issues. Why would you they want do their, that? They just want go, their candy. Just go to the next house. Go to the next house. I think it's because it's a big glass door, and he's just sitting there, and they're like, give us candy. But it's yeah. too much. Yeah. Valerie shows up in a very short black dress. Yes. Why? Yes. Why is she here? Very revealing costumes. I thought the same thing. I just was like, no, no. Too many things like this. Are because happening. like you said, I really thought she was serious about wanting a clean slate and a fresh start that she said to Cindy. So I guess she's just still a liar. Yeah. Because here she is at Dylan's house to give him all the kisses. So they, uh, he eventually opens the door. She gives them five bucks to go away. The kids. Yeah. And... They start making out on the couch, yeah. but she very quickly realizes that he is high or drunk something. or something. Yeah. And then she sees a gun and bullets on the table and she is very freaked out because she's right. like, that's how my dad killed himself. Can you get right. rid of the gun, please? Right. And Dylan is zero to not dealing with it. Yeah, he's, he's like, like I don't need you come coming over here, harshing my vibe. Yeah. Just go away. Very like. It was a very steamy scene, didn't you think? Like, it was. He's like he's like unlacing her shirt, and it's yeah. already a pretty low shirt. It was like yeah, it was. I don't know. It was, was a steamy. lot happening in that scene. Yeah, so he storms off and leaving her there to kind of you know stand. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> back in the desert, Claire is very bummed that they aren't seeing aliens, but it's not even nighttime yet. Like, give it some time. It's right. not even dark yeah. outside. Is there, maybe maybe I missed this, is there a reason why they think tonight is the night to see aliens? No, no it's just no. any, it's just they that just, area. No, they just want to go out, see some aliens. Yeah, I guess it's that area there, the professor said that people have been seeing aliens. So Okay. Yeah. That's pretty much all that happens in this scene. Yep, yep. Day of the Dead. So Jesse and uh, Andrea and Hannah are in the cemetery with his family. Andrea says it's beautiful. She didn't think it would be, but it actually is. And the whole family is so excited that Hannah's there. They love Hannah so much. And then who is it that gives Hannah the necklace? Is it a grandmother oh, or an I aunt? Think it, I think it was, yes, I think it was Jesse's mom. But as soon as that thing came out, I was like, warning, warning. <laughs> Danger. Yeah. So alert. they give Hannah a cross necklace and they say, this is for your first communion, uh, which upsets Andrea. She doesn't yes. say anything, but you can see on her face that it upsets her. You can. It's like a, it's like a, it arcs up to Andrea's face and she's just like, oh no. <laughs> Some weird Andrea cuts. That scene with her and Brandon earlier when they're talking about Day of the Dead. Do you remember this at the Walsh house? When they're talking about it and it's just the two of them 
the scene ends so abruptly. Oh, yeah. It was like they cut half of it. It was so weird. <laughs> they didn't give like a lot of time to this, but it's fairly obvious why Andrea's upset. Yeah. Back in the desert, Claire and David, it's finally dark, and they see some green lights coming mm-hmm. from over the hill. And they Claire is like, this is it! So she's running, and David brings the ice cream and the camera, and Claire starts recording. Uh, but it's just a satellite dish. The light is not coming from the satellite dish. It's not. No. I don't know where the light is supposed to be coming from. No, but... and I don't know why you would use a green light. It's doesn't make any sense it doesn't okay. make any sense yeah. okay yeah so this puts you know claire's back to being sad about it but mm-hmm. uh david cheers her up with his sticky hands <laughs> that's the end of that scene yep all right now we're at the party for the the college party and steve is on the phone i don't know who he's talking to but he is like, I know where she is. She's at McKay's house because Valerie isn't there at the party. I think he's talking to, I think he's talking to Brandon. Because he's Brandon. like, it doesn't take two hours to get here from your house. She's yeah. with McKay. Oh, yeah. Like, that is what he says. Yeah. 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 Probably. Yeah. Donna can't find Ray. So I guess he was supposed to come, but he's not there. Donna is dressed as a cat. She has on like a leotard and tights. Right and cat ears kelly is a nurse mm-hmm. steve is a devil isn't he yeah kind yeah. of hellboy-esque with the horns coming out of yes. the front of his forehead yeah donna is so okay so now we get to her a bigger issue with griffin which is that he's ready to have sex and she right. is not and we learned that griffin does not know that she is a virgin so Kelly's like, well, obviously yeah. you need to tell him that and you need to talk with him about it. I just feel like, I mean, they had that conversation and I guess what Donna said was, I'm a good Catholic girl yeah. who like, doesn't want to do anything or something. I guess she didn't say, I will not have sex with you. Yeah. But I guess I felt like that was a very clear statement. That I she think made. she's just, made it clear. I think so too. So I was kind of surprised when it was like, I've never told him this because I feel like, girl, you have. Yeah. <laughs> so then Griffin comes over and Kelly leaves them to talk. And she hem-haws, but he says, you know, hey, you're not Valerie and I'm not Steve. So can you just tell me what's <laughs> going on? Yeah. And she says, well, I've been on a couple dates with Ray. And Griffin calls him Mr. Pumpkinhead. To right. which Donna responds, go to hell and storms out of the party. And Griffin follows her, and this is where full full monster Griffin. Yeah. Because he see we see Ray's truck pulling up to the right. party. And he calls Donna a pathological tease who sluts around. Yeah. And she slaps him. Right. And then runs and go gets in the truck with Ray. I don't really I don't really get this. I, I don't really get why it wasn't just that Donna liked Ray and broke up with Griffin. Like, I don't know why we have to have another thing where Donna is like wrong by a man right after David. Like, why can't she be the one who's just like, hey man, like you're yeah. cool and all, but like me and David S. Pumpkins here are, are kind of yeah. right off into the pumpkin patch together. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like that it's another thing where a guy treats her horribly and so she runs off all damselly. I just think it's silly. Yeah, I agree. She needs to... It'd be nice if we had a, a storyline where she was strong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That'd be nice. Back at the Walsh house, Valerie enters to a dark and quiet house and she's trying to sneak up the stairs, but Brandon turns on a light in the living room and he's what been waiting up for her. Shot. I it's liked like, it. I thought it was it's funny. Brandon, Brandon in profile, yeah. just like lit from the side and you see Valerie in the background and he's like, where have you been? Or It's yeah. just a weird thing to do. I don't know why they did it. But. Yeah. Uh, so... Brandon's like, well, I know where you, like, I know you were at Dylan's house and Valerie, I don't, again, I don't know. Is she being altruistic or not? Because she says, I went there and I stayed with him because he is drugged out of his mind and no one else cares except for me. Like he's over there cleaning his gun. If you were his friend, like you need to go over there and you need to do something about it. Yep. So yep. Brandon does decide to go and Valerie wants to come, but Brandon says, no, she can't come. This is, um, I don't know. The Brandon in this is starting to be the Brandon that I thought he was, mm-hmm. you know, like as I, as I remember what Brandon is like, and then we've watched like these early seasons that he's been a very disappointing character. I've started to see these little things of like, okay, maybe he's developing into what I thought, like maybe I wasn't really wrong, but yeah, she's just like, well, can I come? And he's like, no, and just walks out. It's just kind of a strong moment for him. And it is confusing because everything Valerie said was true. But I don't understand what her She definitely went over there anymore. just to make out with him. She did. So. She wasn't going to check on him. But then I do believe that she stayed for the right reasons. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I it's don't know. Bizarre. She's all over the place. Okay, so then we have a little scene with Ray and Donna they went to a overlook and parked the truck and they uh you know he tries to kiss her and she pulls away again and then she tells him as he's pulling out his guitar and i was like oh please i know don't let him play his guitar anymore that uh she hasn't had sex and she will not be having sex until she's married yeah she's like i don't have a disease or anything i'm just not gonna do it yeah (laughs) and ray is like hey all that matters is seeing you. That's all I care about. Yeah, but I liked, before he said that, she was like, I don't know, maybe that's too weird. And as he's coming around, he was like, well, I mean, it is a little weird. Like, <laughs> I like that he just straight up says, like, this yeah. is a weird thing that's happening here. Because I feel like that's maybe a, would be a natural reaction if those are just the expectations. And I like that he at least acknowledged. He wasn't, he didn't make it be the kind of character that's like, I don't care at all. He was like, okay, all right, yeah. weirdo, whatever. Let's yeah. see where this goes. <laughs> At Dylan's house, the kids are back, banging mm-hmm. on the banging on the door, and Dylan is passed out. He's not answering, so they're like, "You know what? We're just gonna egg the house." So they start egging the house, and I was like, "Dylan is gonna shoot a kid." <laughs> That's what they wanted you to think. That's what the previews are. It kept showing these kids running around the house, and Dylan like spinning his gun. You know. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, he's going to shoot a child. So yeah. so he like goes to the front door and yells, and then they're at the back door, and he goes to the back door, opens the door, and pulls out the gun and points yeah. it at them, and they uh, run away. And then he shoots up his chair. There's like a skeleton yes. decoration on the chair, and he yes. shoots it up. And he's like, what are you smiling at? Boom, 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 boom. So the preview was Dylan saying, what are like it was showing brandon coming to the door it was showing valerie coming to the door it was showing the kids at the door and then it would cut to dylan being like what are you smiling at boom 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 boom, <laughs> boom. 
And like, given the age that I was at the time, I truly believe that Dylan was going to murder someone in cold blood in this episode. <laughs> That's unfair advertising. I really believed it. And then <laughs> there's a shot of the skeleton in the chair earlier. And even in like 1994, I was like, he doesn't murder children. <laughs> nope, he episode. doesn't. Yep. Uh, something, something else funny that uh, Eric said while I was watching this he was like whose gun is that and i was like it's dylan's and he was like that's the last person who should have a gun it's true <laughs> and i was like i know yeah all right back at jesse and andrea's <laughs> they're putting hannah to bed and andrea is upset about she's like this isn't just a piece of jewelry like it means something but hannah is jewish like yeah. she can't be jewish and catholic and Jesse's like, well, she is. <laughs> she yeah. is Jewish and yeah. Catholic. Well, so yeah. he's like, it's well, it's not a piece of jewelry to me either. It's very meaningful. And she was like, but I mean, she is Jewish. Like right. you can't do anything. And yeah, and Jesse's just kind of like, well, we'll find out what it's like to be both Jewish and Catholic on their spinoff, Jesse and Andrea versus religion. <laughs> Last Eric comment, hearing all this, he was like, wow, what a fun storyline this is for the show. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's yeah. it's barrel of laughs yeah. over here. Yeah. Back in the desert, uh, David brought all his uh, high school condoms, which is lots. 200. Yeah. 200 of them. L lots of condoms for their time. So they uh, they do some kissing. And David's, David stops and he's like, I thought I felt something. And she says, well, that, that was me. I don't know what that means. And they start kissing I'm not again. not sure either. And then I laughed so hard because the camera pans up and we see a UFO light rise yeah. out of the mountains and shoot off. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, Kendra. It does not shoot off. This is a pervy alien because it pops up behind the bluff. And it comes and hovers over them and like watches a little bit. And he's like, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think, I think it was that angel back from season two. That's what it like, felt like. I was hey, like, oh, Mirabelle, more of this. It's me, Clarence. These people are doing it. Merry Christmas. <laughs> but no, I think it was just a pervy alien. Yeah. So aliens are real in the 90210 universe. Yeah. That's canon. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and angels. And angels. Angels and aliens are real in this world. Yep. <laughs> All right, last scene here at Dylan's house. Brandon wakes Dylan up. And the first, not very nicely. I mean, he's like shoving him, like pulling him up off the couch. And the first thing Dylan asks about is, where's, where's my gun? And Brandon, yeah. in, you know, true straight to the point Brandon fashion is like, hey, we know that you got ripped off, but you just got to get over it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. That was a little harsh. And Dylan's like, don't come over here after two months of fair. not talking to me and start analyzing me. Like, that's not fair. And then he makes a comment about how Brenda moved away to get away from you. I love that line. Yeah. I mean, it's not true, but it's still no. a funny thing to say. Yeah. And... Brandon's like, I'm your only friend right now. So is this what you want to do? And Dylan says, may the bridges I burn light the way. Yeah. Is that from shirt. something? I don't know. Well, Can you Miss Music Box crafts that onto a mug for me? Oh, yeah. Just like Luke Perry looking angry. And yes, absolutely. <laughs> saying that. All right. Absolutely. All right. Um, so Brandon's like, all right, I'm leaving. 
And Dylan says, don't take my gun or I will call the cops. When Brandon turns, you can see the gun in his waistband. Yeah. Behind him. Yeah. Yeah, And and Dylan says he will call the cops. And Brandon's like, yeah, here's my license number. Do you want me to write it down for you? Yeah. And Dylan's just like, get out. Yeah. So Brandon leaves and Dylan collapses on the couch. But then two seconds later, Brandon comes back and he has a seat. And just sits. Yep. Yep. Because finally, what are they, finally, how do you solve a problem like Dylan McKay? I don't know. But at least Brandon's trying to be a real friend now rather than just ignore I, him. Here's the thing with Brandon. Here's how I analyze Brandon, okay? He feels guilty about being with Kelly. I and think so. so. He's, so he's just being like, nope, there's nothing I can do about Dylan. I'm certainly not to blame. I played no part in this <laughs> and I can't help him. Goodbye, everyone. Yeah. We yep. see you. Yeah, so that's the episode. Yeah. Okay. What was your 90210 snap? I don't know. I feel like there were several. I I don't. It might be Dylan shooting up the chair or mm. almost shooting the children. But the whole Griffin, <laughs> the yeah. whole Donna and Griffin. Oh, that's scene, mine. I Okay. I'll give it to him almost shooting kids. Then. All right. You're going to say shooting the chair. Yeah. I, I'm going to say my height of drama was the slap and the whole everything leading up to it. Yeah. Good call. Uh, I think it's pretty solid. Uh, how do you think the episode? I I thought it was good. I thought it, even though Andrea and Jesse's storyline is boring, and even though David and Claire are just like goof troop now, I I liked that everyone had something. I like, agree. There wasn't any. Even Jim and Cindy were in this episode. Yeah. Like there wasn't yeah. anyone missing, and I liked that. I just feel like they have not really tried to integrate Andrea. Yeah. Ever? Yeah. You could make the argument that they never tried that. Yeah. But I think it's especially true now. And I did enjoy the episode. I don't think it was as strong as last week. And I am a little annoyed at, I feel like we sort of just relitigated the previous episode. Yeah. You know? Well, the whole like, Donna stuff was very frustrating. Like, yeah. I just, I thought we were done. We better yeah. be done now. We better. That felt like a complete reset. And yeah. then also the stuff with Valerie, like Valerie leaving. And then, Again, we do the Dylan C. Valerie stuff just one episode later. And yeah. I just, none of that stuff made any sense to me. So I'm going to knock it for those things. But I really, I'm still having a good time. I really don't know what they're doing with Valerie. Like, it's just confusing. It's hard it It's is. hard to know now. Is she lying? Is she sh- sincere? What is? She, what does she want? It's not clear. So it, It's not. And it feels a little bit, again, like a course correct. Like, I think it was very clear up until that scene. Maybe it was the last episode where she kind of breaks when Dylan says that she just wants an instant family. And she's like, well, what's wrong with that? Until that moment, I really thought that she was just just doing her own thing, just a villain. And I I guess I didn't fully understand it, but I knew that like, that's what was going on. Like I wasn't always sure like to what end, but when that turn happened and then her throughout this episode, I fully don't understand because I think they're trying to be like, well, we can't just have her be a villain. She can't just be a villain. She's got to be sympathetic in some way. And like, maybe she does, but this isn't the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It can't be that she just like wants everyone to like her. That's just, no, that's not true. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. That that is bothersome to me. Yeah. I guess we'll see where it goes. I feel like we're still very early in the season and there's a lot that's gone down already. I oh, mean, it's only sure. episode eight out of, for you know, sure. 25, however many episodes these seasons are. So yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot to go. 
I was thinking about this show over the weekend because I had a little impromptu 20th high school reunion. I saw that. Like seeing some of my old friends again and like even the ones who couldn't come like texting or talking, I was like, I think maybe I know why I liked this show. Because like as I'm driving <laughs> home, I could just cast everybody in roles. It was like, maybe it was more relatable to me than I thought in hindsight, but so fun. Have you done, have you ever done any kind of reunions? Well, it's hard because I went, <laughs> my whole thing i'm yeah. a military person so i went to high school at one school for uh, three years and then i yeah. moved my senior year so would i love to go to a reunion with my first school people yes but will i be invited probably not because i didn't mm. graduate with them mm. so i'm probably mm -hmm. like not on the list for that oh and my other school was a military school in japan I doubt probably we're not, ever going to do a reunion for that. Probably not making so, the trip, yeah. yeah. College? So, Did you ever do a college reunion? No, I, and you know, I lived there for many years right next to the college, but um, there was just never a year where lots of people were going to yeah. come back for it. So, mm. I mean, I've seen people, but yeah. I, I haven't had a big reunion. So That was definitely fun to like, to see an old, an old crew again, you know? Yeah. That's just, that's the thing with like high school and even college is you have so many people the same age in the same place with a lot of similar experiences. You just don't have that in like grown up life. Yeah. So. I would love to go back someday to, I, I lived in Maine for those first three years of high school and I loved mm -hmm. it there. I'd love to yeah. go back and see people and. Let's uh, get you on the list. Who do we yeah, talk to? I know. Who do what year did you graduate high school? This is so off topic. What year did you graduate high school? I graduated high school in 2009. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I guess you don't have like a big milestone coming up, but still. Yeah. You missed your I, 10. Yeah. The 10. All I don't right. know. I don't even know if they did anything. So. Hmm. Okay. Who knows? Well, this is neither here nor there, but I can tell you what, uh, if you can't find Kendra at her high school reunion, Kendra, where can they find you? <laughs> I'm Miss Musebox 91 online, and I have a website, MissMuseBox.com, and a Etsy page, Miss Musebox Crafts, and I am also the co-host of the podcast, 90s Music Got Me Like, where each week we talk about a different 90s song, and uh, most recently, we talked about Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. Mmm. From Johnny English. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, you, can, you can catch me every other week over at This Endorian Life, the Star Wars podcast with the Radio Meanwhile Network, where we are watching through the Ewoks cartoon. Good times. Yeah. We're having good times over there. And you can join us next time right here at 902 and Here We Go when we continue our discussion with Season 5, Episode 9, Intervention. Oh, here we go. Yeah, Intervention. It's on. It's on. <laughs> 902 and Here We Go.